happening party people welcome to talking during movies i haven't done this intro in a while let's see how's it go the podcast where i your host jason jepson and sometimes a guest sometimes by myself take key moments and quotes from a film and just talk right over it most of the time we don't even address the film uh if you're familiar with uh, joe rogan's very famous fight companion there you go it's a lot like that but uh not as good not as produced not as eloquent not as spot on, but still random and fun for sure. If you're going to hear a little ticky, ticky, ticky tack in the background, it's my dog just walking around. He's kind of being an asshole today. Uh, happy holidays, everybody. We're going to do a holiday one, just you and me, and the bottle makes three tonight, right? So we are, uh, we're doing the worst, the absolute positively worst film of all time for kids. What movie is that, you ask? Jason, what could you possibly be wanting to show me? It's my dog, Banjo. Jesus, the loudest drinker in the world. You guys are like, really, this is what's going to go on? This is how it's going, live and uncensored. <clears throat> in a Casa de Jepson solo podcast, we're doing Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. You hear that in the background? There it is. I'm going to mute it now. Twelfth wave, cold wave. And by the way, we're in a cold wave. Uh, ice, snow awfulness happening all over the US. Well, this happened one time, and uh, they're thinking maybe, just maybe, foul weather was gonna postpone Christmas. Just maybe, but more importantly, this is hands down the worst, the worst movie you can show your kids. This is an awful film, it is not good, and we are going to break it down bit by bit, step by step, one way or another. That's right. It's a little throwback to Fletch. You guys enjoy. Hold on. Oh, by the way, uh, we're doing this one at a different time than usual. So, because uh, I'm, uh, I'm, I got a lot of stuff on my plate. That's also probably why I'm doing this one solo. But I'm having a peppermint mocha with it. I'm trying to bring in the holiday spirit. I'm trying not to bah humbug the shit out of this film. Uh, for the time, animation, really good. I like this animation. It had to be a pain in the ass to put together. Now you got seals playing. You know, it's amazing. You got Frosty the Snowman cruising around. He's got a dope vest. Wonderful watch. Don't know why he needs a watch. He's got a watch. Uh, it might be, uh, might be the worst house Santa's ever had created for himself. You know what I'm saying? And he is super skinny. You can tell this took this took place back in the day because Santa is skinny. He's got skinny arms, skinny legs, little bit of a belly, but legit Santa is skinny. Now our snowman, on the other hand, homeboy, listen, his top roll, his middle roll is bigger than his bottom roll. And that's just how he rolls, pushing through the snow. You think you'd collect snow and just keep getting bigger and bigger and bigger. But uh, somehow he just pushes through the snow. Made of snow, 
ignores the snow around him. It is a fascinating, fascinating way to do something. Uh, good job on him for figuring everything out. But so Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer, if you guys don't know, classic story. Everyone loves to sit around during the holidays and go, oh, you know what? Let's read the story of Rudolph the Red, the reindeer that saved Christmas. And they're always focused on the end. They're always focused on the last two minutes of the film. The reindeer that saved Christmas. Would you forget is Rudolph is a dark, dark, fucked up story of a beautiful little reindeer that's born a little bit different. And in that, everyone rejects him, try, makes fun of him. His parents try to hide it. Santa thinks he's just a, an asshole of all assholes because his nose is so weird. He's so rejected to the point that he leaves. He runs away from home. He runs away. You're going to hear some pauses. That's me taking a drink of my peppermint mocha. Brought to me by my wallet. When I had to actually go to Starbucks and pick up a peppermint mocha. I needed to get festive. And I couldn't just sit here and chomp on a candy cane and lick a candy cane. Candy canes and beer don't go together. I know what you're thinking. Sure they do, Jay. No, no they don't. They don't go together at all. Hold on. Oh, peppermint mocha though. You don't get that all the time. So if we're not going to get the peppermint mocha all the time, that's fine. Let's just do this, right? All right, so folks, we are in this movie now. Here we are. We're live. We are uh, just go four minutes and 30 seconds in. There's a lot of intro into this film, hence my long intro. Um, by the way, uh, shout outs to uh, all of our people real quick. I just want to let you guys know we're having so much fun here at the uh, wonderful world of talking during movies. Uh, you know, we had a little hiccup in the giddy up in between Thanksgiving and now had some fun, had some dips, but gained some random listeners. We got some listeners in Spain, in Canada, in Worland, Wyoming, Worland, Wyoming. What's happening? Of course, Cedar Park, uh, you're going to hear some new background noise. And that's, uh, just because my dog found a bone to chew on. He, uh, he likes to pick his moments. He really does. So here we are. This is what I love about this, right? So Santa comes in. He's like, hey there, how you doing? And he's like, hey Santa, got a new kid. Like, oh man, beautiful family you got here. You know, I'm so glad you're one of my reindeer. Uh, what the fuck's wrong with your kid's nose? I mean, <laughs> I've got red on. I mean, I look good. I've got my beard. I've got a great hat, but I'm not wearing a Santa hat. He's wearing a regular old hat. Uh, I don't, I guess that's just the, for the magic of the sleigh, but he's like, I can't believe this ridiculous nose your, your kid has. Oh, ho, 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 ho. your kid's an idiot. Oh, look at that nose. It's so bright. Oh, oh, oh. oh well, you know, so uh, Rudolph, he wants to be a reindeer. His dad's a reindeer, right? He wants to fly. He wants to take off. He wants to do what Rudolph can do. Problem is... Santa's not giving him time of day. He's tiny, just born, but still looking a little runty. Mom, beautiful mom, uh, ready, ready for a little, uh, you know, she's, she's, she's ready to support her husband in, in his efforts of flying all over the world one night out of the year. What a, by the way, what a cush job. I mean, you talk about jobs and cush jobs. You'd be like, oh man, teachers got a cush job. Teachers have a hard job, but they get the summers off, some of them. Some of them work through the summer, right? Maybe they only get a couple of weeks off. They try, oh, and they, by the way, Parenting 101, dad does an awesome job parenting. He just, Santa just made fun of your kid. So what do you do with his little deformity? That's right, you cover it up. You don't say, hey Santa, 
you know what, this is my son, I love him to death. Oh no, you, you, dip, your, you dip your foot down in there and you, and you, what do you do? You cover up his nose. You cover it up with mud. Like you, you know what, hide what makes you special. So rule number one of why this is a shit fuck, horrible, awful film, A, this awful dad, right, who's part of Santa's team of spreading joy all over the world with presents, with, with, the, with the desire to want more, 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 what happens? That's right. That's right. Covers up his son's nose with mud. Just covers him up. Let's hide. Hide him. And then he's got to do an extra hide job from the abominable snowman because of Rudolph's bright red nose. No one's celebrating this, this, this beautiful child and why he's different. Why Rudolph is different. Is Rudolph a boy or a girl, by the way? It's a good question. We've always assumed the identity that Rudolph is a boy. We just don't know. So yeah, so recap real quick, 30 seconds later. Let me recap after what I just said 30 seconds later. Dad's an asshole. Dad's a horrible, horrible human being, horrible reindeer, horrible at parenting, not good at all. Why? That's right, covering up, ashamed of Little Rudolph, the red-nosed reindeer. I don't want to assume the, the gender of Rudolph. Uh, probably in this movie, but the movie's on silent in the background, so I'm never going to find out. And I, don't, I don't show this movie to my child. I don't. My, uh, my mom and dad, they sent my daughter a wonderful, wonderful Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer book. And I'm torn. I'm like, my wife, I guess, can read it to her. I'm not reading it to her. I really refuse. I thank them. They're very kind. To, uh, to give that wonderful, wonderful uh, book to her, or no, wonderful, horrible book, but very nice, generous, you know, cut the check, uh, give the book. That's very, very nice, but seriously. You know, then you, by the way, uh, you got this other, you got a little side notion here. Uh, you got a little, little curveball. To, to go along with Rudolph is a wonderful little elf. And that elf, I mean, this elf, all this elf wants to do is torture people. This elf just wants a life in the CIA, exploring the world of dentistry. I just, I just want to rip people's teeth out. I want to, dr I want to drill. I want to hear people scream. Is your face numb yet? No, you fuck. You forgot to. Oh well, sorry. We're almost done here. He just wants, he just wants to just destroy. He wants to bring fear to people. It's like dentists and clowns. It's all this little elf wants. But instead, they're like, hey, don't be different. Don't be unique. Don't be yourself. Don't go after the passions and the dreams and the desires that you want. No, 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 no. You paint this fucking wagon and you paint it red. What about blue? Can we paint it blue? I like blue. Blue's nice. Can we paint it blue? You paint it, you paint it red. I'm not very good at painting. I'm really good at causing harm and fear and terrifying people by telling them what's wrong with their teeth and drilling in and taking metal and <laughs> scraping it. This, this, this is a passion of mine. Can I scrape on these teeth? Can I, uh, uh, what else can I do? Hmm? No, paint a wagon. It's just horrible. It's horrible. Two dreams. Dream killers. This, is, this, this movie should be changed from Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer got lucky because instead of a flood, God covered the earth in, in, in darkness and snow. Uh, and thank goodness you were born to... Hey, this is called Dream Killers. What we're going to do is we're going to take two different 
events here. We're going to take an elf or we're going to take a reindeer. One of the reindeer is going to have a crazy, crazy red nose. The other, the other one's going to have a dream of torturing people. We're going to put them in, in an area of functionality where it's like, this is what you do and you only do this. You can only look a certain way. You can only talk a certain way and act a certain way. You only be a certain height. We learned that, didn't we, Will Ferrell with Elf? Sons of bitches. And we're going to put them in there as these individuals and say, hey, have fun. Have fun. Here comes Rudolph. Meets a nice little, oh, you know, Rudolph is a boy. That's right. Rudolph's a boy. Meets a nice little lady or meets another little, uh, you know, I don't know, got a little blonde tuft. You can't tell. That's okay. Listen, we don't need to have the gender. We got Rudolph, got a friend. Dad, once again, all-star, all-star parent, has covered up Rudolph's red nose. Because that's what you do when your kid's different. You cover it up. You hide it. Don't let your kid, this is what this movie's teaching. Don't let your kid be different. Don't let your kid shine. Don't let that freak flag of your child shine. If your kid wants to be in the, in the CIA and torture people with their teeth through dentistry, wants to bring fear and loathing and just, and just sweat through shirts and have kids cry every time they drive by that office, if that's your kid's dream, hide it. Make them paint red wagons. This is just, just a dog shit movie. This is a dog shit story. People celebrate this. Like, I can't believe it's Christmas. We got to watch this. You don't have to watch it. This is why I'm doing this. You don't have to. And in fact, the reason I'm putting this out now, and it'll be coming out on a Tuesday. What'll be coming out Tuesday? Let me my count. Tuesday, December 11th, it's going to come out. You know what? This gives you plenty of time to absolutely shit on everyone who says, hey, if you're going to do, hey, you go, what's your favorite Christmas movie? Do bro, Rudolph. Rudolph, favorite movie, man. That's your favorite movie? Your favorite movie is about taking people with passions and dreams and, and crushing them and crushing them until the weight of the world actually demands that they have to come out. That instead of letting them grow and be individuals and, and, and instead of waiting for an insurmountable thing to happen so that they can finally shine, if they haven't killed themselves or, or hidden away in a cave somewhere in case of that hasn't happened, in case of all of that, that's when they shine at the last two minutes of life just to move on through and then everyone likes them that they're different because they've shown something that they've been trying to show their whole fucking life. That's your favorite. That's your jam. That's where you want to live. This is your moment. Go have kids. Go get a dog. You know what? Go get a Dalmatian and then paint that fucking dog black. All right? Because show that dog no one likes a spotted dog. Show them that. Just, just beat it into their brain. And then when the fire truck comes by, hose them down real quick and be like, look, guys, oh, look, it's amazing. And then as soon as it's gone, brrr, cover it black again. Fucking movie. This is all. I could stop right now, but I'm not going to. We have like 40 minutes left. By the way, this is a quick one. This will be like an hour long or so. I love this. His dad's so mad. His little elf. He's like, you little son of a bitch. What are you going to talk about teeth? Why are, you, why are you so white teeth, cavities? What is your problem? Oh, and they look at it. He's got a hammer. And he's just, he's hammering on these little doll's teeth. I'm telling you, th this movie has done two things. One, it, it, it told kids, from the time it came out, it, it told kids, don't be different. Follow the crowd. Even though your parents be like, hey, if Timmy jumped off the bridge, would you jump off the bridge? Hmm, hmm, hmm. Shut up. All right? It told kids that. It also told them that dentists are psycho. They're little elf psychopaths. So, if you were in the 50s, the 40s, the 30s, whenever this movie came out, if you were out there... And you had a midget, if you had a little person or a smaller, under five foot dentist, this had to be the skid, to be terrifying. This kid's got a hammer, just whacking on the teeth, being like, I'm practicing, I'm 
God, look at Look at my doll's got teeth. I'm singing a song. This is amazing. I'm going to paint this doll. I'm going to do its hair. I'm going to take a hammer. Oh, look at my hammer. Clank, clank, clank. Right on the teeth. Dad yells. What happens? Kid runs away. We already got, we already got one. Snuck out the window. Snuck out the window like a champ, because that's what you do. When you're a kid and you run away, you do two things. One, you sneak out a window, A. B, you pack a shitty suitcase. You pack, you just, you pack the worst stuff in the world, right? You have no plan. I mean, he's got his dentist book, so I guess he can go out there and, you know, uh, I don't know. He probably packed a hammer. I'm assuming he's got a hammer and a dentist book. Oh, here comes Coach Dickface. Here comes the reindeer coach. This big set of fucking antlers is coming in. He's like, hey, guys, what's happening, man? All right, boys. We're all like, we all look like one another, right? I got bigger antlers. It's because, you know, uh, that's what I like to do. I got my whistle and I got a really cool fucking hat. We're going to play a game, okay? It's called the reindeer game. You guys ready? Yeah, let's do this. Bam. And there he is, this reindeer game, getting after it. Everyone's ready to play. Rudolph's ready to play. Of course, his nose is not. I mean, imagine if he just came in. With a bright red nose, like, what's up, motherfuckers? How's everyone? There's that ticky-tacking. There's my dog just running around. Dog loves background noise. There goes Rudolph. Rudolph, not the best. You know, <clears throat> everyone's kind of giggling. They're having fun. They're, they're learning to fly, but they ain't got wings. Falling down is the hardest thing, right? Well, it's going to be Rudolph's tune, sir. But no one notices. There's Rudolph's girl with her little bow. Looking, he's got long eyelashes. She's like, hey, Rudolph, uh, your, your nose is bigger than everyone else's. Okay, uh, I bet it would have met. He could, two things, right? My dad's an asshole, cover my nose up. My nose matches your bow. We are going to be fashion fucking icons. We're gonna be fashion icons. You know what we're gonna be fashion icons? Because my nose and your bow, hanging out, having fun. Look at us walking around. Oh, what are you guys? We're fashion icons. My nose matches her bow. She wears red. My nose is red. This is what we do. But instead, embarrassed, hidden, just shy. Imagine the, the, the mental gymnastics that Rudolph had to go through, right? Just inside, internally. You've got Santa Claus, you know, oh, by the way, the, the terrible white guy, Santa Claus, coming in, keeping captive all of these reindeer, hanging out, and you're like, you guys fly for me. Uh, go everywhere. We're gonna just go, and uh, you work one day out of the year. We'll get back to that best jobs things. Don't worry. Um, one day out of the year, we're gonna work. Look, you can fly a little bit. He's so good. Good job, Rudolph. But inside, he's like, I'm keeping a secret. I got to keep a secret because Santa hates me. My dad hates me. My dad has covered up my nose. It's amazing how well he's flying. But wait, here he is. He's cruising around. He's like, look, girl. Hey, girl. Look, I can fly. But I'm keeping something secret. And he's so excited. And they're hanging out and they're playing. He's so excited, but he's got his secret. The red nose. That popped off and there it is, the red nose. And she just went cross-eyed. She's freaking out. Or his buddy's freaking out because he just knows his buddy. But by the way, can we get some, we got to gender this up a little bit besides the bow because one of his friends with his little blonde tuft looks like a chick to me. Sorry, just, and not that, you, you know, but it just, it confuses me personally. It's not that whether you look like really, just understand that I get confused. I'm a little slow. So there is Santa. It's like, what are you doing? What are you doing with the handicapped reindeer out here? The big fucking bright nose. Now the guy's blowing his whistle. Flight class is over. You, no, get out of here. Get out of here. You're not a regular. You're different. You're, 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 you're not like the rest of us. You are, we like uniformity. We like one thing and one thing only. And that one thing 
is black noses. If you've got a red nose, get out. And there's this girl's like, Rudolph, where are you going? Hey, bro, bro, where are you going? I don't mind. We can match, but we got to do it in secret. It's got to be a secret. It's okay that your nose is red. We got to meet in the forest. Got to meet in the forest and hang out because ugh, you see how everyone else reacted? Yeah, not good. Not good at all, bro. Not good. See, these are the things. These are the little cues, the little social, these are the things you don't pick up on until you watch this through the filter of, oh wait, the world is super fucked up. It's not nice. It's not a good place to be at all. Rudolph's got his little, he's got his horns. He's getting ready to go. It's like, listen, man, this is just, this is awful. Now you got the little boy who ran away. Rudolph, he's going to run away too. He's going to get out of town because there's no love. No love for Rudolph is what I like to call it. No love for Rudolph. That should have been a song. How come that wasn't a song on here, right? I mean, you've got this, the song song. They should have had a no love for Rudolph song. Look at that. Look at the bunnies are coming around. You got, they got, they got raccoons on the North Pole. And they've got, they've got, I mean, they've got a lot of stuff. These raccoons are cute. They did a great job on the raccoons, man. Uh, they could have done a better job on Rudolph's girlfriend's eyes for sure. Because when you look straight at her, it looks like she's got two black eyes. And that's not cool, man. Rudolph's not the abusive one in this relationship. It's everyone else in this fucking reindeer town. Hmm? Peppermint mocha is not terrible. It's not great, Starbucks, but it's not, it's not terrible. Not terrible at all, right? Uh, it is what it is, man. It is what it is. Banjo, what do you think of Rudolph? You, listen, I got a basset hound. He's not that smart. His ears aren't that long. He's not your traditional basset hound. He's, he's I mean, he's good looking. Dumb, you know, as, as most, most basset hounds are. But uh, yeah, he's, he's, he's a little... He's a little special. He was rescued. You know, he is, um, he's the Rudolph of this house, but you know what we do? We just celebrate him. I could, no, here, here's a prime example. I've got a dog that howls, that bays, that freaks out when anyone is outside near our house and just, now I can accept that and celebrate. And there's some mornings I get pissed. Listen, at 5 a.m. when he does this, he sleeps in the house. But if he has to go outside at 5 a.m. and then he does that move, yeah, I get a little annoyed only because it's going to wake up every neighbor and he's not a rooster. I didn't buy a fucking rooster. I bought a basset hound, right? I didn't buy one. Rescued one. Clear that up. Rescued a basset hound. So what do you do then? Well, I could take his voice. I mean, I can go to the vet and get his voice box taken out. No sounds. Then whether he's inside or outside, no sounds. Doesn't matter. Or I can just be like, you know what? He's different. He's unique. He's got a different voice. He likes to celebrate it. He's trying to protect this house and the backyard from the squirrels, from people walking by, from planes, from the random cloud that might come over that he doesn't like, from the shadow. There could, there could be a bird flying. He could hear a car start two blocks away and that could threaten him to where he wants to let me know that something bad could be happening at any moment, at any time. So therefore, that's what he does. Celebrate it. Or I can go in there and clip the voice box. You celebrate it, man. You know what you're getting into, all right? He's a maniac and he's not smart. He hears, smells, or, and he begs like crazy. And people are like, oh man, so what do you do? Wait, do I just, do I lock him in his little hotel, in his cage? I call it a hotel, by the way. He doesn't have a cage. He has a hotel. My dog has a hotel. 
people come over, they look at the, he stays in there. I'm like, he's terrified of this place. He's not terrified. He just knows he can't get out. I mean, he could get out with one bump of his nose. He could get out, but that's just not, that's not our game, right? So he's got a hotel, a little bed in there. He can go in. I could lock him in his hotel while we eat. But instead it's like, no man, go lay down. You lay down and you chill out. No begging, no begging. I might say that 20 times, but guess I, he's got a special nose. He's like Rudolph. He's got a really, really special nose. Like, Jason, how are you going to put this into anything? Oh, noses, champ. Basset Hound, special nose. Banjo Bernard, not the smartest dog, but he knows how to lay down. He knows how to sit. He knows how to go to his hotel. He kind of knows how to not beg until he smells it again. And there you go. Yeah. Just like Rudolph, he's got a special nose. You can celebrate that special nose. You really can. Or you can ignore that special nose. You can hide that special nose. We celebrate it here, Casa de Gepson. We celebrate it. So, Rudolph and his psychopathic little dentist friend. And listen, just because I don't like dentists and I'm calling him a psychopath doesn't mean that I don't think he should go after his dreams. All right? I believe, you know, if, if dollars to donuts, if you're looking at him with the hammer bang on the front of the teeth, probably inspired that dentist movie with Steve Martin. I mean, seriously, it probably inspired it. And here comes. As they are running away, here comes the abominable snowman. He's huge. I mean, the, the abominable snowman is a monster. Now, if you've seen the movie Littlefoot, uh, also, you know, proportionally just out of whack as far as size goes. So they are, they are fighting the elements. This elf, not really built uh, for, for the elements as far as the outfit goes. You know, it's uh, not the best outfit. Uh, it's a little hat, little A-frame hat. And yeah, they just, they, they hide, but they keep, they keep their butts out. And now we have our mountain man. He has, looks like St. Bernard's pulling, there's different kinds of dogs. But St. Bernard being one of them, pulling, uh, pulling his sleigh, pulling his sleigh. And he's like, hey, guys, listen, all right, I got my pistol. I'm looking for this massive, massive monster of an animal. Once again, what are we doing? Something different. Something different. And what is old Redbeard doing? Going after it. That's right. I'm going after it. Kill something different. I'm hunting down. I'm going to kill him. I'm going to look at Ah! Find it. That's crazy mustache. Crazy asshole. We, these people, man. We don't like different. It's amazing that we don't like different here in America. You know, that's, that's the crazy part. Is that you, we, we talk about individuality and entrepreneurship and all these things you can go after and... If you, if you love your job, you haven't worked a day in your life, well, then it's not really a job, is it? But whatever it may be or whatever may be happening, the, the one thing you got to figure out, folks, is I mean, we can celebrate individualism all we want you know, uh, in magazines and on TV, cute TV shows. But in reality, and this, this movie paints the perfect picture, we don't like individuals. We, we like groups. We like people that think the same way we do. We, uh, we like to hang out with people that look the same way we do. You know, generally speaking, I'm not painting a broad brush here, I know. But individuality is not really celebrated unless, you're, unless it's an apex moment, unless it's at the very top. Elon Musk, crazy individual, celebrated, right? Uh, Larry Ellison, Oracle, crazy individual, celebrated. So you have people that are celebrated for what they do that is unique and special. But the majority of you, I mean, you can think differently, go after, go out after the world, 
and just and, and, and try crazy things. You know, you can be the creator of Flubber. Rest in peace, Robin Williams. And everyone's going to be like, hey, man, stay in your lane. Like, just listen. Can you just do your, can you just go get a sales job? Can you just go do something else? I don't need you doing this right now. Okay. I'm not here to support your dream. This is not the land of dream and opportunity. This is the land of desks. Think about, think about this. And I, and this is a little tangent here, but let's think about this real quick. All right. Well, let's think about a couple of things. One, this guy's got a Dasham. He's got a poodle. He's got a Collie and he's got a St. Bernard as some of his sleigh dogs. So he's not getting very far. Okay. Back to my thought here. You think about this, the, at the, at the time when school was, was everywhere, right? When there was, when there was the, um, um, when they're really laying the foundation for school and learning, we're also starting the, the, the American workforce, right? This, this, this economy of, of scale. So what do they do? Well, they realize you're going to be put in factories. I mean, the, the, the American dream at this time is either A, own a factory, B, work in a factory. Maybe you start sweeping floors, but you work your way up to what? Maybe middle management, management. Maybe one day you go out and get your own factory. But in order to keep you in line, in order to let you understand the process of how things work, the first thing you do as education is they make you sit down in rows for extended periods of time, learning and doing minimal tasks. And then at some point, taking those tasks home. But think about this just for a moment, right? Not a conspiracy. Just think about this. You go to school, you sit in a row, you're quiet, you listen, you listen, you take notes. It's very repetitive, very repetitive. Well, you're doing this, you're doing this. Now take this home and do more of this because I want you to really, really know this. Now think about work. You think about you know, the, the big factories sitting in a line, go, 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 bang, 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 bang. You think about all of those things that they make you do, right? All of that stuff. And then you think about the, you know, the fact that people trying to get ahead will take work home. People trying to, they'll, 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 just to get that one step, they'll go a little farther because that's what they learned in school. They learned all that. So what did school really teach us? Right, it just it taught us to be good, functional factory workers, but now it's getting crazy. Right, so, so now when you think about all these people getting upset, you think about it, go back to the functionality of school. Sit in a row, learn, do this. So you learn this functionality from kindergarten all the way through high school. This is what you do, take homework home. And then you've got parents and you've got a changing economy, this gig economy where everything else is different. And now what do you do? Because now we're starting to actually celebrate differences, right? But we don't really know how. And when we don't know how, what happens? Well, a lot of different stuff happens. So the, there's a difference, there's a celebration difference, right? So now we're trying to figure out how to celebrate people. But we're still in the legacy of education. So you've got celebration and legacy and education. And, and you've got this failure to communicate. Because it's not in straight lines. It's not, it's not in the same style that you wanted everything in that, that your parents learned or that you're learning. So I'm, you're, you're trying to create freedom in a structured environment and it doesn't work. And so that breeds chaos. So then that breeds all these other ideas of, that, that, that create misinformation and miscommunication. And then it's like, yeah, but I want to categorize you. And then it's like, well, I don't want any categories. So don't call me male or female. I, it, it just, everything falls apart. 
everything falls apart. Is there a solution? Yeah, there's a solution. Do I have it? Not right now. Maybe, I don't, no, I don't have it right now. I just don't. Uh, I wish I did. I wish I did and then the, the, you know, the thousand people or whatever a week that listen to this could just, could, could share it along with you. But I mean, honestly, it is, you know, here, here's the simple, simple solution is that in some way in this economy, some way in this world, some way in this family life, some way in this social structure, leave work at work, spend more time with family and friends, keep your beliefs, keep them, own them, love them, have them. They're a part of you, they're a part of your family, they're a part of your culture, they're a part of your brain, they're a part of your heart, they're a part of everyone else around you. So keep them, okay? But when someone thinks differently, don't reject them, listen. Find your commonality and love that. Find your differences and love that as well. Man, some of the best things about people are their differences. And that brings us back to Rudolph. And guess what Rudolph finds? He finds the island of rejected toys. This little area of toys that have just been rejected, been kicked out, weren't good enough. The Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeers of toys. Toys that were just had a little blemish, had something a little bit different on them. They got a dog flying around because he's got a feather out of his ass. Okay, well, real quick, did you guys hear about this lady that sent her kid to the um, to the school play? He was he was going to be in the manger uh, for the for the Jesus thing, the Jesus thing. I like I don't know what it is. I you guys I you guys know I know what it is. I'm just trying to be quick here, <clears throat> trying to jump on this story real quickly. So, birth of Jesus story is there. Mom sends kid to school. Kid is suspended and sent home. Question mark. Why, Jason? What happened? Oh, so she knew the play was coming up in an October in haste on her phone, probably in line at Starbucks, maybe at work, just trying to multitask as a mom. She's either A, getting coffee, trying to stay awake, or B, at work, and she's like balls deep in QF reports, and she's like, I need some help, please. She orders off Amazon a sheep for a way in the manger. So his job is to dress as one of the people and have a sheep. Shorted the sheep, did it on the quick, not a big deal, except for that it was a blow-up sheep sex doll. <laughs> a blow-up sheep sex doll. Yeah, she bought it. Blew it up. Wasn't paying attention. You know, overworked mom, I feel bad for her. <laughs> the next the next parent kids meeting she's gonna be like, hey everybody so um i brought some dildo lollipops i just thought we could all practice sucking on dicks oh whoops sorry wrong order again from amazon i would run this i, I would bring booze i would bring sex toys to every every parent event for christmas every parent would get a sex toy listen you know those those other, some of those other moms in that class are just talking mad shit well guess what Mm-hmm. Don't let your husband fuck a blow-up sheep. It's also weird, I'm not going to lie. The fact that that is a sex toy is uh, super creepy. That's creepy. That's a pretty different podcast. We do Faces of Death. We can talk about real creepy shit, uh, that being one of them. Ugh. Makes me nauseous. But yeah, so anyways, uh, the kid took a blow-up sex doll to uh, Away in the Manger with baby Jesus. Uh, you know, where two or three are gathered, he will be there. So God was there. I think God laughed. Parents got pissed. School officials got embarrassed. Kid got kicked out. Mom got in trouble. One person's laughing. Well, two. 
Now you guys hopefully are laughing and I'm laughing and God's laughing. God finds that funny. God probably finds it very funny that we work ourselves into an absolute tizzy, that we go crazy, that we're, that we're running a million miles an hour when we only have to be running 10, that we're treating life like a sprint when it's a marathon, that we're going out there and we are, we are picking dumb battles, we are waging dumb wars, we are, we are ignoring the, the wrong thing, that we, are, we are ignoring the right things and paying attention to the wrong things, that we're, we're more concerned about a reindeer with a red nose and how it can't play in our reindeer games, it needs to get the fuck out because it's just wrong. We're more concerned about that than we are about water or air or you know people trapped in the snow. Guess what, guess what Santa doesn't do? And guess what the world doesn't do when they kick off this this great story and they're talking about, oh, this weather could cancel Christmas. Christmas, it could be done. Guess what they don't talk about? No one is talking about. People stuck in the snow. You're, you're worried about getting your fucking presents. Plows can't make it through. Winter storm warning. Christmas canceled. Okay. Well, if, if all that's really happening... And you're worried about whether you get your your uh, your BB gun you can shoot your eye out with. This is your concern. This is your pop up. This is your oh oh no it's me oh oh it's magic. We're focused more on the presence than we are on the people. We're focused more on what we can get and how we can fit into a group than the than the individual and and, and how to um how to bring them into the group yet them stand individual. We're focused more on that stuff. Good job. Good job, America. Good job. A little polar bear here. Cute polar bear. He's like, oh, Rudolph, what are you doing? What are you doing with your little uh, red nose there? Rudolph's like, listen, man, I'm just hanging out. I am doing my thing. All by himself. He's got his horns now. Rudolph's growing up. What we, uh, what we miss is that uh, Rudolph's gone for a while. I don't know how fast reindeer actually grow up. I know these, the, you know, it opens with the winter storm warning. So I don't know if Rudolph just grew up into a, you know, a, a full-on dude by, uh, by the jump, but he did. He was checking out his friends. There he comes back, and they're just like, hey, asshole, they're making fun of him again. He's just not having it. It's just, it, you know, it's, it runs, uh, Mom, Dad, I'm, I'm, I'm back. Mom? Dad? Rudolph? With your nose so bright, won't you guide my sleigh tonight? Yeah, there's a reason I'm not a singer, but I also don't shit on singers who are exceptional, whether they're on stage or not. Fucking Santa Claus. Hey, Santa Claus, kiss my ass. That's what Rudolph needs to say. The snow's coming down. Just, it's, it's, a, it's a crazy story. I'm going to keep, I'm going to, listen, we're going to beat this drum. And here comes the winter, right? Santa's roof is falling off. You know why? Because one of those fucking elves wanted to be a roofer, and that goddamn hairy elf, the 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 big the 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 mean one, the guy running all the elves, making sure that the toys are done properly. He's like, "Oh, you want to be a roofer? Paint the fucking wagon, elf. You're a well, you're a wagon painter, or you know what? Build the Rubik's cube, elf. You're a Rubik's cube maker, you little shithead. Don't worry about roofs. Santa is magic. Shut your mouth, and you're talking to me." That's right. You shut your mouth. Bang. What up? Now Santa doesn't have a roof. Yeah. Oh, we got the abominable snowman. He's about to eat Rudolph's girl. She's like, oh, 
but my bow, my bow could match. He's like, Rudolph, yeah, job. Got to figure it out. What's going on, right? Rudolph's going to poke him right in the butt. Get him out. He's huge. Rudolph, come on, bro. What you going to do? Rudolph gets knocked out. There's a fight with the Abominable Snowman and Rudolph. The Abominable Snowman's got crazy teeth. He's, he's, back in the day, I'm sure, this Abominable Snowman is giving kids nightmares. Horrible storm, trapped in a cave with the Abominable Snowman, Rudolph's future wife. Spoiler alert. By the way, they read Rudolph, Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer 2, burying Rudolph. Hope there's never a fucking snowstorm again. Here comes the world's worst Iditaroder. He's Scottish. He's got his red beard, red hat, <clears throat> earmuffs. He's got a little elf. He's got a St. Bernard. He's got a Dachshund. He's got the Poodle. He's got a Bulldog. Uh, what else you got? What else you got pulling your sleigh there, champ? Yeah, or your little uh, Iditarod sled. What else you got pulling it? Dog shit is what you got pulling it. You know why? Because it's dog shit. You're not getting anywhere. You might as well have a basset hound in there. Oh, but here's our little CIA dentist elf. Man, Rudolph's out for the count. Parents are wondering what's going to happen. This girl's like, fuck, dude, I'm going to be a toothpick in his teeth. I'm going to be a toothpick in his teeth. And here's our little, our little future Satanist, our little future CIA, Blackwater Ops, teeth driller extraordinaire. He's like, I think I know what's wrong. I'm going to sneak in there. I'm going to crawl into his mouth and I'm going to fix his teeth. That's what I think I'm going to do. Yeah, hi, Benj. Everyone knows you're here. I've been talking about you. All right. Pay attention. Quit tip tapping your fucking toes around and pay attention. Dog doesn't pay attention very well. Hold on, before we get to the tooth extra. Oh! Knocked out with snow. Can our boy get knocked out with. Can the big man. Come on! Knock him out with snow. The gentle. Dope. Oh, and snow didn't do it, so a rock did. You can hurt someone. You put, hey, kids. And adults. Don't be, throwing, uh, don't be throwing a rock on someone's head. And here comes our dentist. He's got the big tools. He's going in, man. He's going to find that bad tooth. What's the one thing this tells you to do? The one thing, brush your teeth. Brush, brush your nasty ass teeth, okay? Brush, 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 brush. Here comes a little elf, walks between his legs. He's like, guess what? I helped him out. I took all of his fucking teeth out. Every single one, I'm a psychopath. I thought I was going somewhere. Like I was going to fix a problem. You want to fix the abominable snowman problem? Take him out. Take all his teeth out. Now he's going to become a vegetarian. He's going to lose all his hair. It's like making a cat a vegetarian. Now they're just going to fight. He's going to get out of the way. Gumming him to death like an 80-year-old. <clears throat> Such a dark film. He's like, please don't. Please don't push me. Please, no. No, abominable snowman. And our horrible Iditarodder fall to the depths, the depths of a crack, of a crevice in the North Pole, a crevice in the North Pole they fall into after that little psychopath ripped out all his fucking teeth. Now, once again, psychopath, but he's his own little psychopath. Now, do you want him running around the, you know, this is what happens, by the way, when you're a psychopath, this is what happens, you're a psychopath and you're not properly trained 
And instead, your, 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 your desire is to take care of teeth, but someone tells you to paint the fucking wagon, you start to get a little kooky. That little elf got way kooky, right? Ripped out, the abominable snowman, all the teeth. There's a cuter version where the abominable snowman is only angry because why? <clears throat> That's right. He's got a toothache. Not in this dark version. No, no, in this dark version, that angry little fucker with his big clampers goes in and rips out all the teeth. Imagine getting in something like, I just want to be a dentist so bad, but man, my mom and dad won't let me. You know, they're, they're, they're really big in the, in the Burger King world, and I'm just, I'm going to have to manage a Burger King. And then a pay, someone's in there and they're like, oh, my, my, my tooth hurts. Oh, your tooth hurts? Yeah, my, my tooth hurts a little bit. <clears throat> really? It does? Yeah. Oh, come over here real quick. Let me just take a look. Oh, are you a dentist? Let me just, you know, I, my, my buddy's a dentist. Yeah, I, de de yeah they're dead people around me. Been going to the dentist quite a while. Let me just look. Puts him in a sleeper hole. Knocks him out. They wake up. No teeth. Now, whose fault is that? Whose fault is that? Well, one, it's your little psychopath bringing him in the world. Two, it's the little passion that follow their dreams. You got that motherfucker flipping burgers over flame broil. Really, he just wants to be, you know, looking at people's teeth. And if structured the right way, send him to dental school at age 10. And be the Doogie Hauser of dentists. Why isn't there a show, the Doogie Hauser of dentists? Why isn't that happening? You know, you've got you've got the you've got the Doogie Hauser was kind of the comedy one. You've got the new one on I think it's CBS, the old person network of the kid from the Bates Motel show who he's got you know he's a young doctor, young mind just it sees the body differently. He just he understands things differently. You don't see that. Like with dentistry, right? You don't you don't see this guy coming in like a Quincy of dentists. He's like helping solve crimes. It's all just bite marks and shit happening. You're like, what's going on? I don't know what's going on with you. I don't know. Hey, man, listen, uh, I can see why uh, this person acted the way they did. Uh, here's a chemical released when you have an abscessed uh, molar that wasn't taken out. Da -da -da -da. Oh, my gosh. Like, where is that person? What is going on? Uh-oh. Santa. About to cancel Christmas, Rudolph's blinding him. Rudolph, you just put that goddamn nose away. Hey, ho, ho, hold on a second. That might be able to work. I know we've rejected you as a society, and I know that we've done all these horrible things, and you had to go out and fight the abominable snowman with a little psychopath that pulled his teeth out and meet a weird guy with the Iditarod that had the wrong dogs. You probably starved a little bit, and your girlfriend was almost eaten, and your parents were almost killed. But Rudolph... Ho, ho, ho. Won't you guide my sleigh tonight? Fuck you, Santa. Fuck Christmas. Won't you, won't you swing by to all the rejected toys and apologize to them first? Everyone's cheering him. His dad's like, that new stud kid. My kid. There you go, bud. There you go. You're my stud kid. It's like a, a, a family full of linebackers and, and born with them is a... Uh, is a field goal kicker. And the dad's like, yeah, it's so unfair, yeah. And then he kicks the game-winning field goal. Zuba's like, that's right, that's my kid. Great leg. Been known for our, what, a predominantly strong right leg. Uh, makes us really good for linebacking, too, you know. And then goes right back into his little linebacker spiel because he's such an asshole. Hate all of this so much. So dark. So dark, by the way. Our, our guy's back. He survived. He thought he was dead. They just bring him back.
Rudolph's making out with this girl. He's like, hey, girl, I'll be back in a little bit. I got to go to the sleigh around the world. Uh, I'm going to be leading some assholes that thought I wasn't worth it. I wasn't good enough. I'm going to lead them and I'm going to help celebrate them. And that's just, that is how we're going to roll. The number one elf is up there with Rudolph. He's got sunglasses on. Just patronizing. Really is. It's just such a dick move. Telling you what, you start, you take your kid to this show, you celebrate. There's the asshole with his goatee, asshole elf. Asshole elf. And there's his, there's his psychotic son who just, who's dancing with a girl, just looking at her teeth. Going, I could pull all these teeth out. I could pull all those teeth out. She'd be my special little no-tooth girl. Oh, man, wouldn't that be amazing? A little special no-tooth girl? Oh, that'd be great. Mrs. Claus, just quiet, sitting in the background. Doesn't even pull Santa aside and go, you know, you're kind of a dick to Rudolph. And also, uh, Dad, real asshole. Uh, I'd like to fire the dad. I'd like to fire you, Santa. I'd like to uh, bring some other people aboard who maybe want to celebrate the differences in people. You want to run after, run after things in a little different way, huh? Maybe, maybe Rudolph could have been helping us out for quite a while, Santa. Maybe, just maybe, but instead you were a dick, big dick. Now because I get it, all the other reindeer they want the, they want to hear the jingle jangle. They might see Rudolph's red nose instead of hear my jingle jangle. Shut up, dickheads. So there you go, folks. Rudolph. The Red-Nosed Reindeer. One long hour rant against the, or really a fight, not against Christmas, but a fight against shit Christmas stories. A fight against, in a, a removing of the veil, a saying, hey, just because this is old and cute, doesn't mean that you should be telling your kids this story. At least, let's at least change the narrative. Like we changed the narrative with Columbus, right? Columbus discovered the new world and look at what he did. He fed these people and he was amazing. He came over here, he tried to get gold and he was cutting people's hands off. He stole land, property, and brought disease. He was an asshole. Columbus, big time asshole, right? Well, Rudolph, good guy, uh, saved Christmas, good job. Saved his girl, saved his family, hung out with a psychopath, but didn't get killed. Like Dexter was his best friend. Okay. The Dexter of Teeth. That'd be a good show. The Dexter of Teeth. Well, we got we to gotta change that up a little bit, but you get it. He, uh, he went to the Island of Rejected Toys and he, uh, he showed them love. All those are good, good things on Rudolph. However, the society that Rudolph grew up in, that he didn't really change, he just rescued for a moment in time because we don't know what happens next, right? He, um, the society that Rudolph changed for a moment in time, you know, uh, Santa, everything else, goes, he rescues the Island of Misfit Toys, all these things Rudolph did. What we don't see is anyone growing up like Santa, like the elves. You know, we don't know if that, if that other little elf, did he go to dental school? What about our carpenter elf that could have saved the roof? Hmm? What if old Frosty the Snowman's, what if he, what if old Frosty the Snowman has a son? Okay. But that son is not a snowman, flower, or maybe a, a mud pie. And they can't hang out too much. Do you reject the mud pie? Do you send it down to mud pie haven? I don't know. Look at this elf. Elf has got some babies, just throwing them out. Just, just getting rid of these, these toys that were on Reject Island. They just want to show love. Just want to hang out with kids. So what's our parting message here? What do we leave with in all of this? 
Let's go. Uno. Peppermint Mocha is pretty good. No, I'm kidding. No, seriously, what can we leave from this? Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer is a pretty fucked up story. Uh, but, so, maybe you take pause, maybe you look back, you find your Rudolph. Find your Rudolph. Okay, find your Rudolph. Say sorry. Don't wait for them to rescue. Maybe go rescue them. Maybe make their life a little easier. Okay? Two, can we find some better Christmas stories? And then, then the reindeer that saves that, that saves Christmas uh, so that you can get your toys. And he was like, yay, Rudolph. Everyone's celebrating Rudolph, except for the people that Rudolph lives with. You know, it, it's like knowing that a kid is suffering. He's got good aunts and uncles, but the home life is shit. Like, yeah, but listen, Tommy's got great aunts and uncles. Little Susie, little Susie can go see grandma anytime. And that's that's really Susie's refuge. So Susie's got that. How about, how about we step in a little bit better? Help Susie out a little bit more. Maybe, just maybe, yeah, probably. Three, go spread the holiday spirit. Be you, boo. You be you, boo. But you be you and go celebrate the holiday spirit. Uh, and that's the holiday spirit. You don't celebrate Christmas? Don't, I don't care. You, uh, you're a different religion, you're di different, different customs, whatever it may be. Okay, don't get pissed for other people doing it. They're just celebrating. I mean, you can see it as getting thrown in your face. You can be like, oh, they're celebrating. But you do you as well. And then if you get some pushback, you're like, hey, you're celebrating, I'm celebrating. We can both celebrate together. That's the cool part about where we live. We're supposed to be able to all celebrate together. Don't let one person dominate. All right? It's a made-up fucking day and a made-up month when it's cold. That's all it is. Now, with that, I want to say thank you. I want to say I love you. Uh, I want to say happy holidays. No matter what you share, what you do, I would ask that you go out and uh, give back a little bit. Just give back to people. It's a good. You should do it all the time. But now is a really good time to uh, to take pause and just be like, here you go, here you go, kids. Let's have some fun. So, anyways, that's it. Signed, sealed, delivered. Uh, I'm yours. Here now is my daughter singing about. That time she took a poop all by herself. Enjoy.